Man, why does it feel like after 21? At least, you know, in the sense of birthdays, everything goes downhill. And I I hope for sure that ain't the case for this. But man, we're on uh, Dom Joseph Podcast here with episode 21, brought to you by yours truly. Man, there there are some great things that have been, I mean, a lot of things have been going on. I've been super busy lately and just keeping up with everything. And I'm pretty sure everyone out there listening to this in the car, you know, maybe you're folding your laundry. Maybe you're at work. But, you know, it, everyone's busy doing something, you know. That's why I like podcasts, you know. You could do something while you're listening to me. But when you turn 21, man, I turned 21 last year and, there, I'm not saying it's been downhill because it hasn't, but in the scheme of in the in the scheme of birthday parties, your birthday parties don't get fun after 21. Like, yeah, man, you better start buying gifts for your cousins and buying gifts for your friends. Like, that's really the highlight of your of your life. You know, I like it. I like the switch. I like the one beginning to get in the gifts. I like it's weird, you know, when you're a little kid and you would open the presents, you'd be so happy. You know? My brother got rock band one time and dude, when he opened that thing, that, there's still a picture of him like, what? He was so pumped, man. That was so cool. You know what? Let's give that guy a call right now. I I miss that guy. Yeah, man, it it's I told this guy, yo, what's up? Hello, what's going on? Yo, I, I'm, I'm, we're live right now on the podcast, and I just, I was talking about, you know, remember when you were like eight years old or some, something like that, and right. you opened your rock band? Remember when you first opened your rock band set? How fucking pumped you were? What do you mean, like the guitar and the, the game? Yeah, like you got the drum kit and all that. Remember you were like... I think you were wearing yeah. like your Alvin and the Chipmunk shirt or something like that. Probably. Dude, that was fucking nuts. But how you been, dude? What are you doing? What are you doing right now? Right now, I'm watching Netflix. I'm watching Parks and Rec, actually. I'm on season six. About to get to season seven. Season seven is the last season. Kind of sad about it. Oh, uh, is Parks and Rec, um, is that the dentist system? No. no. That's, a, that's, always a, that's always a sunny in Philadelphia, right? Yeah, no, this is like, it's kind of like an office remake. Oh, my guy Aziz is in that. What? My guy Aziz is in that. Aziz Ansari is in that show. Yeah, he is. Talking about Hammerford. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's my, I saw you followed him on Insta. Nah, damn right I did. <laughs> I was following everybody. All right, and Nick man. Offerman plays Ron Swanson. Oh, shit. Dude, I was, gonna, I was just about to say, all right, man, I have something to tell you. I totally forgot. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I just thought, you know, say I'm proud of you on air. You know, we out here, you know, both doing yep. our own thing. You know. About to be attending community college here pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Attendity, attend, dude, it's, that's so fucking cool, man. I know. It's it's a, it's called the Youth Reengagement Program. Uh-huh. It's like a program where I can get my high school diploma and work towards my associate's degree. Oh, shit. Okay. I and it's, it's all paid for, too, which is dope because, like, any textbooks I need, anything I need for the certain classes I'm taking, like, I want to go into welding, so they're going to buy me the tools I need to welding, to, or to weld. So, like, the jacket, like, the, the flame-proof jacket, the hood, the gloves, etc. What are you going to be welding? Um, for, I, I know the class is just, like, welding two pieces of metal together just mm-hmm. so you can get, you know, get down the, the, the practice of welding, but, um... 
cars take a lot of welding. So like roll cages to, you know, back up the security of inside the car. So like, you know, crash protection and stuff. Mm -hmm. Put that in cars, uh, weld exhaust together. You know, just anything that really breaks off that can't really go back on with some glue or whatever, you know, if that makes sense. Man, look at you, I can man. just weld metal, weld metal together. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about, but dude, that's so cool. But I was, I wanted to talk about the, the porcupine I saw in public, man. I mean, everyone around me didn't understand, but that, we, I was looking at the most You're dangerous animal. On earth. Yeah. <laughs> no one will ever come above that porcupine. All right, brother. Well, fuck. I'm gonna cut this off, and uh, I'll I'll talk to you after. Uh, maybe we put, get on some Xbox or something like that later tonight. Alrighty. All right, bro. Love you. Catch you later. later. Love you later. Man, that's my guy, man. I I I don't know what I'd do without that little guy. I mean, he's not little anymore. But fuck, man. You know, that's real cool, man. We're finally getting to the point where we're starting to move up in the world, both of us at the same time. You know, it's. It's one of those things that I'm really thankful for, you know, and even if he wasn't doing anything, I'd still be just as fucking proud of him, you know. I'm just proud to call my little bro and, you know, all my cousins too. I got to give them a call on air too. I just don't know what they're doing right now. I know some of my cousins are out fucking crabbing right now. Good for them, man. They're making that money. I'm out here fucking spending money. But, man, let's get this show started, man. about the experience man man this uh the song was um it's made by trill swizz a good friend of mine ryan um it's also features my friend jake on it um if you guys ever want to go check them out that is actually go look up trill swizz on soundcloud that is spelled t-r-i-l-l-s-w-i-z-z again t-r-i-l-l-s-w-i-z-z on soundcloud check them out man that is actually the name of the song is Welcome to the Bidness, and that's a good segue to enter the show. Welcome to the Bidness of Dumb Joseph Podcast, episode 21, and thank you guys so much for listening. I am your host, Dominic Joseph, and today let's talk about a couple things, you know. I was actually in the Native Center over here at Wazoo talking to some friends, and we 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 all went on a Native retreat, and that was really cool, you know. I finally got out into nature after this whole appendix stuff, you know, and it, it sucks being laid in bed all day. You know, I think it's good for everybody to go outside and go to the mountains, see the stars. And I didn't necessarily see the stars that day cause we left that night, but you know, we got to paddleboard and do a whole bunch of stuff. And I think the most powerful thing is about going to places with like friends and stuff is that I didn't know everyone who was there and now I know more people on a, a like a name basis now, and we have that experience, and it's always cool to do that. I highly recommend anyone if they they're ever on the cusp of going somewhere, definitely go, especially if you don't know the people, because you you meet more people. I'm not saying you have to go fucking find your future soulmate or some shit, you know, on a on a hike, but I'm just saying, you know. You could definitely find some really cool people. You know, I've already found some people to play basketball with up there. Um, 
and it's just really cool, you know. I, I I'm really grateful, and for everyone who went on the trip that is listening to this, thank you for allowing me to to have those memories with y'all. You know, we we hiked a mountain, or not like a mountain, but we hiked up three miles and paddled on the water and stuff. That was really cool, you know. I'm I'm really grateful for that. And um, I lost some money. Um, <laughs> we played stick games. It's a cultural game. Um, I learned too when you put money down, you never win. So if you if you want to make a bet with someone, don't put money down first because you never win. Every time I put money down to say, "All right, let's do it again," I lost. But every time someone else said it first, we won. It, it, it's my my good friend from the Native Center. I don't I don't know if she wants me to tell her name, but she whispered that into my ear. You know. It, it it was a hundred percent true, and I didn't realize until she told me. Like she looked at me and she said, "What are you doing? We're gonna lose because we we bet." And I was like, "No, no, we're not." And then like I just, it's like you know you have that realization. So next time you're out, you know, and somebody says, "Let's make a bet." Make the bet if they say it first. But if you're saying bet, I'm gonna say seven times out of ten you're gonna lose. I mean, unless Michael Jordan comes up to me and says, "Do you want to play a game for a million dollars?" I'm pretty sure he's gonna beat me. But I rest my case, you know, in, in an even situation, take it, you know. So, you know, what's what's everyone else doing? And, you know, I hope everyone can listen to my voice and <laughs> understand what I'm about to say as a joke. So being in college, you look at many professions and many things you want to do in life. And then there's what I, what I want to do in life. And that is like advertising, communication, um, strategic communication. So yeah, marketing. Um, I wouldn't actually wouldn't mind being part of the production, um, of POC 12 networks. Uh, we actually had a speaker come in and talk about that, about remote production. So basically, you know, um, going to say I was going to do the wazoo, baseball game i'm the guy who pulls up the graphics puts the scoreboard on the bottom and i say cue the music cue this and i'm like the producer of the production crew and that's something i'm kind of interested about doing um in that area it's just about hard work everything's about hard work you know my my brother um was actually texting my mom my mom texted me this this morning um about my brother she came up to her and said luke said yesterday you get two things in life what you earn and what you deserve. And that's not a Lucas original quote, but the, it's true. You know, you earn things. If if you want to be better at some, if you want to be better, you got to go grind and do it. Nobody's going to sit here and say, here's your million dollars for sitting here and, and, and doing those things. Like some people will complain and be like, well, I had the idea for blank and blank. Well, what the fuck were you doing? I had the idea of that, you know, I don't know, something. Think of it, you know. I'll give you guys a couple seconds to think of it. You know, that that idea that they said they thought of, they did nothing but sit on their ass and hopefully like thought somebody was going to just do it for them. It's not how it it's not how it works. And you know, my my cousins, my grandpa, you know, they're the hardest workers I know. You know, I wouldn't be anywhere without them. And the same with my friends, you know, their families too. They work their asses off. Nothing's like handed to anyone. 
And obviously there's privileges and people get dealt better cards in life. And I know that and I understand that. But if you, you know, LeBron's James, LeBron James's cards he was handed weren't the greatest, you know, cards in the world. Like, yes, he got the genetics, but his work ethic is still amazing. And for those of you guys who do not know who LeBron James is, he's a very, very successful basketball player. But so with all these other professions, I see, I see people walking around. There's an engineer, there's a software developer, there's an artist, there's a person who's just interested in law. There's social justice people. There's criminal justice people. I think that might be the same thing, (laughs) but and then there's teachers, you know, and there's these teachers that are teaching amazing things. And I, I, I sometimes go, I could not be a teacher. I couldn't imagine being a teacher at the college level, assigning these things, reading these papers. Like, I, I sometimes wonder if teachers just look at your paper and they just give you a C plus. Like, for how many times I've bullshitted like a paper, like back in middle school or back in high school. And, like, how much effort I put into that after I did so much. Like, what's stopping the teacher from going, like, all right, this looks like a B paper B. And then they just, like, spat out some stuff. Like, what's the, what's stopping them from doing that, you know? I don't know. Maybe something. Maybe they're better people than me. Maybe Maybe that's the damn truth. I don't know. But then I go down and look at the high school teachers and the middle school teachers and the elementary school teachers. High school teachers, you know, you're dealing with teens who are just learning about what's like, you know, sex is and, you know, you got to teach them what hormones are and then you got to teach them like, hey, don't be drinking and driving and what else you got to do? You got to say play a sport or you got to say be involved. You got to play for college. That's high school. You know, middle school, you got people holding hands. You got people coloring. You got people crushes dude crushes were the biggest things i'm not talking about fanta crush or nothing like that like orange or purple i'm talking like you like that girl in class you know that girl you know she's she's really cute and all or that guy you're just you can't think anything else but them this is like the middle school level too you you don't know anything else you know just man i think i'm starting to like women you know, in my case, I was just like, damn, like, women are cool. But it's hard to tell tell yourself to not, like, focus on women in middle school, you know. It's kind of easy when all you got to do is go home and do, like, uh, your times tables. <laughs> um, or what I should do, read a book, read a diary of the wimpy kid. But high school you at least have a little bit of homework to kind of distract you you got sports you're kind of taking serious to distract yourself from relationships but middle school man there's people getting into relationships all the time all the time (laughs) man you see someone smile at you you want to ask them to go to a movie (laughs) you know what i mean don't 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 act like you didn't fall for the let's go over to a movie you know and then you start holding hands and then, oh, goodness, you guys kissed on the way to seventh grade hall. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't even talk, man. This stuff's so hilarious. I, I fucking miss middle school. You know, I had my I had so many cousins in middle school with me. I loved it. We would just be 
having fun. We'd just basically just goof around at school and we'd leave and goof around outside of school. Me and my cousin, Darian, actually, he would ride the bus with me to my house and we would just say, hey, he lives with me. And then we'd just get off at the bus at my mom's house and sometimes they wouldn't even let us. Like, this guy is my family. So we would go to the Boys and Girls Club and then we'd walk to my house and just hang out there. One of the, you know, the best times of my life were back then. So far, you know, I've had some great moments that have impacted my life and being the high score of it, you know. Like if I was on God's fantasy team, I think I'd at least be a bench player. <laughs> you know, I think he'd start like The Rock, Jack Black, maybe uh, <sighs> Mick Jagger, you know. And then there's me, like the kicker, you know, getting some good solid points coming in. <laughs> you know, I do I do good things. So then, then you go to the elementary school level. You know, this is really where you just, all you're really doing is just waiting for recess and eating. That's, I think, I think elementary school was just a place for, you know, parents to drop their kids off and let them go do something. You know, let them go to work. Let them do their yoga classes. Let them do their real estate. Let them do, um some cleaning i i don't know you know maybe they just wanted a mommy's day off or a dad's day off you know and they just gotta drop you off at school man sometimes my mom was she she made it she made it apparent that you know she's like hey i like it when school starts up because i i'm able to save more money with you damn kids you're not eating all day you know my mom always had food on the table all the time but man, me and my brother would eat it all day, especially if I'm having my cousin Darian come over, cousin Rob, cousin Sam, all them come over, you know, and you're feeding the whole tribe. <laughs> but no, elementary school, you know. Fifth grade, you're just worried about what middle school you're going to. You're like, man, we're going to get lockers. We're going to we get to play sports. I mean, I guess you get to play sports in elementary, but, you know, you get to play for the middle school team. Um, what else do you, what are you else are you excited for? You're excited for the lunches. Like, you get to go get, like, snacks and stuff. Like, you can go get a Snapple. You couldn't get a Snapple in elementary school unless your mom packed you one. You know, I told him, say your mom didn't pack you a good snack. You could go to the other lunch line at my school and get, like, a Gatorade or a Snapple or some Rice Krispie treats. Man, for all my totem people out there, I know you're smiling right now. If you had good, you know, you had lunch money on your account and your homie didn't have money, you hooked him up with some, you know, whatever you had, maybe a cup noodle, some crystal light. Damn, you were everyone's favorite person. But then sometimes, you know, you didn't hook someone up. They remember that. I remember sometimes some some girl in middle school didn't, you know, she said she was going to get me a popcorn on Popcorn Friday and didn't happen. I still remember that. It's it's actually September 16th, September 18th, 2019. I'm remembering eight years back to middle school. She didn't give me a popcorn, popcorn on Popcorn Friday. Man, that hurts. That really, that, that stings a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, didn't, I wasn't really a big popcorn guy. I'd get popcorn at Popcorn Friday just to, Hand out to other people. You know, meet people. It's like go. It's like going somewhere new and having a pack of gum in your pocket or some mints. You know, hey, you want a mint? Hey, you want a piece of gum? 
Oh, yeah, thanks, Dom. Boom. Shake their hand. Nice to meet you. You know? It's just a it's a cool tactic to have, you know. If you're ever going to like say you're an intern somewhere, bring a pack of gum. Someone's like, fuck man, my breast stinks. Boom. Gum. Dom, nice to meet you. Maybe they like your shoes. Maybe that's your future soulmate one day. Maybe the girl's like, damn, I really like this mint. And then you guys hit it off from there. But that doesn't happen until you're confident, you know, until you, you, you speak out to what you really are. I don't know what that fucking means. Uh, sometimes I'm just talking just to see the waves move. But I'm not supposed to say that out loud. Man, I'm just so thankful, man. And I I just never thought it would get to the point where people would want to listen to me on a microphone. And that's so cool. I remember when I was in like fourth grade, Michael Jackson, I think, died. I was in the car with my grandpa and... I still have this memory of the guy coming on the radio and saying, uh, you know, attention everyone, Michael Jackson has has passed away. And I was like, deep in me, I was like, that'd be kind of cool to be like that guy who tells everyone the news, you know. And Ten years ago, this podcasting equipment, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't do this. You kidding me? Playing a, a an MP3 and a phone call onto a live thing, like you'd have to have like a whole rig. Now you all you got to do, you know, I got a hell of cables. Not, don't get me wrong, but it would be way, way, way harder. I love that about how everything's advancing. And, you know, I, I'm I'm tired of people. Oh, there's a lot of podcasts out there. You got to talk to this. And, you know, I get that. And I get there's a part of marketing to your niche, marketing to your audience. But, hey, man, I'm I'm talking to the people who want to listen to me. That's my that's my audience. Do you think Kanye West has an audience when he releases a fucking song? No. He listen he he makes music for the people who like Kanye. That's what I want mine to be. What that's what I want people to do. I want people to want to listen to the podcast because they like my voice. They like my stories. I don't want to do it just because I'm not going to market to a certain group. That's not cool. I guess technically I'm marketing to the people who went to my middle school. Oh wow, you guys got me. It's not like I'm <laughs> making money off y'all, so let's not get all fucking political. So, elementary school. I was in the Nutcracker play. That was cool. I was the Nutcracker soldier. My cousin Darian was a rat soldier, and we, we fought each other. Or I don't know if we fought each other, but we at least, you know, were in the battlegrounds together. And I remember there was Manasseh, and he was the he was the Nutcracker. Like uh, he was the main guy, the Nutcracker, and then Kaylee was uh she was the princess, and I thought well, that was pretty cool. I wasn't jealous of being the, him being the Nutcracker though. Like I wanted to be like I don't know what I want. I didn't want the spotlight on me. I didn't even go to like the parents night where you're supposed to go where the parents watch your play because they had the parents watch your play. You had the younger, you know, the little kids watch your play. And then there was the night play. I only did one of them. I said, I'm not doing others. But it was really cool to be part of. I mean, I never did a play since. I'd love to act. I'd love to be in a movie. I'd love to be like a Chris Pratt, you know, something kind of funny. You know, I'm going to commit. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to get a Bowflex. I'm going to commit. 
but I'd be a bad school teacher or a bad like preschool teacher, I think. I love being with kids that are my cousins. Like, don't get me wrong, those kids are like amazing. But like a random kid, a random kid, man, I couldn't watch him. One I don't know, like if a random random kids are fucking truthful, they're hurtful, they're dicks. You know, you're walking, some come, kid comes up to you, man, you walk with a bow leg. Whoa. Man, you're ugly. Do you got a girlfriend? Whoa. Like, they're they're ruthless. Like, goddamn, like if I was a preschool teacher and I was it was like my tenth, you look bad today. I'd look at that I'd look at Jimmy right in the face and say, Boy, you still fucking chew with your mouth open. And you tell someone they chew with their mouth open, they're never going to forget that. They're going to be self-conscious for, fuck, at least a week. Tell your best friend that they chew with their mouth open. They're going to be like, no, I don't, really? No. No, I don't. And they're going to be self-conscious for, like, a week. They're going to be chewing their shit. You know, maybe don't say it to your best friend. Maybe say it to, like, someone you don't really like. Like, maybe someone who's been, like, annoying you non-stop texting you or they're a creepy person at the gym just be like yo you fucking chew with your mouth open or tell them they walk with a bow in their leg or tell them they uh they're always adjusting their hair when it never needs to be adjusted man those three things right there that people are going to flip you're going to be in their head for at least i don't know a month I haven't had a kid be mean to me. I've had my cousins say, like, what color are you? What the hell are you wearing? Like, my little cousin's like, I'm like, oh, whatever. But, like, a random kid? Hell no. I'm not letting some kid psychologically roast me in their mind so they can have a good day at preschool. Man, they're coming down with me. You know, if you're going to roast me, I'm going to accidentally fall on your sandcastle, kid. I don't know who you are, but your sandcastle's coming down. <laughs> oh, your finger paint? Got lost. <laughs> Obviously, I'm kidding. But <laughs> oh, that's a turkey? It just looks like a handprint to me. You know, boom, I'll get them right back, man. And I'm pretty sure some preschool teachers get them back, you know? It's, it's super fun, man. I I love being with kids. Even though I just made it sound like I didn't. But if I know the kid and, you know, my family basis, friend basis, those things don't come in the picture. But I'm just saying, if I were in a situation where I had to be around them all day and they weren't mine, I think I'd get a little annoyed, maybe. If they were being little shits. (laughs) Man. Me and my brother were little shits. A lot. We'd make our mom so mad. Or one of us would make my mom so mad that we'd... The other one wasn't even doing anything and they'd get in trouble. Like, my brother would come home and make my mom upset at something. And I didn't do nothing. Like, I was actually doing homework that day. My mom busts in my door and says, go take the garbage out. You're grounded. Like, boom. Like, wow, I'm already on hot shit. Thanks, Luke. I'm pretty sure I went the same way, too. I'd be fucking sitting on my ass, not doing shit. And then all of a sudden, my mom barges in my brother's room like, you fucking better go fold that laundry. And I don't, and I'm not saying this like, 
to make my mom look like a bad person because my mom raised two fucking great kids, you know. You know, practically on her own until we were at a certain age. Up until we, you know, we were young. We had some people around, but my brother's dad was around in our lives. But after that, you know, my mom's did that all on her own. Shout out to her if she's listening. But God damn, man, she put the fear of God in the, me and my brother. We would be worried sick sometimes. My brother sometimes gave no shits. And I would say, dude, we have to fucking clean. I would, I would do my brother's chores sometimes just to make sure we wouldn't get in trouble. Like, I'd come home, yo, mom's coming home. We didn't put the fucking chicken. We didn't defrost the chicken. What are we going to do? He'd be like, I don't fucking care. I don't eat chicken. Big dude. It's, the, it's the principle. We did nothing all day long, and we couldn't put the chicken in some water. That that tells something about me and you. We're lazy. We need to do something. And he'd be like, I don't know. I'm going upstairs. He, he grabs his fucking Doritos and Joja or whatever the fuck we had, and he doesn't even give a shit. So I'm out here, you know, microwaving the chicken, putting it in water, you know, just freaking out. That my mom's getting, And then my mom gets home, and she's like, oh, thanks for taking the, the chicken out, boys. And, you know, sometimes I wonder why I didn't bail my brain, you know, say Luke didn't do shit. Sometimes I would when he's being a little shit. But most of the time, I, I you know, I took one for the team. And I'm pretty sure he's took one for the team sometimes too, but. You know, being an older brother, you got to be the one that does those things. Or being the older sister, I'm sure people who are listening, you know, older sisters or younger sisters, maybe had to do that too. But I'm just speaking from my experience, you know. I'm not some guru. I'm just a dude. You know, I don't know everything, but I'm just trying to pass out my knowledge to people who want to listen, you know. And <sighs> Chores. They're rough, you know. They They... You'd think they're the hardest thing in life when they're not. Like, I would kill to go back and live with my mom and brother and just do chores, you know, go to high school, have my first crush again, and do all that kind of fun stuff, you know. Maybe play football a little sooner. Get the Heisman, you know. Maybe. But, you know, I I can't say I'd want to switch my life because everything I've done is work up to the point and where I'm at today. Like, when people sometimes ask me, they'll be like, well, who well, who do you want to be? Who do I want to be? I want to be myself, but I want to make myself like someone. I don't ever want to be anyone else, you know? People are like, even LeBron? You wouldn't want to be LeBron? Like, no, because then I wouldn't be around my family, you know? And we may be dysfunctional sometimes we may fight sometimes but that's my family I wouldn't want to be LeBron James for fucking to sacrifice everyone I love you know it wouldn't feel like I earned it I want to I want to have a life like someone because I make it like that you know I want to have a life like Childish or Donald Glover's because the body of work he's done is super cool and I want to say I've done that for myself and bring all the people I know with me. Or at least have them be like, yeah, I know Dom. He's done a lot of good shit. That's cool. That's what makes my brain hard, you know. Like when people think good of me. But I'm also at the point too where I'm like, I don't give a shit if you don't. 
give a fuck about me. I used to like only want people to think good about me, and that's that's good, and there's nothing wrong with that. But as soon as one person says they think you're not funny, then you like take it up the the butt or something, you know, get all sad about it. That's not worth. Who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares about what people think? Get that in your head. I know it's cliche to say. There's a lot of motivational speakers out there who say that. And I get that we all mean it. And I say we because I'm kind of acting all motivational right now. But I'm just trying to get out there that everybody has a story. And every even, even when you're little, those stories are funny. Like, are you kidding me? Like, today I, I didn't wake up thinking I was going to talk to you guys about taking the chicken out from the sink to help me and my brother not get in trouble. Like, I didn't think that. But if you dig hard enough, everyone has a story, and that's the reason why I have this. When I have people on, it's 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 really cool to just kind of pick in a gentle way and see what they have, like that gem of a memory. They go, wow, I didn't think of it like that. Or I ask a question, like, well, what do you think about it? Personally, what do you think? And their whole mind just shifts. I had a guy who was doing a lecture in um, our classroom. And he had this like really news anchor voice. Came in and he was really cool. He started talking about all the remote production stuff for people that are interested at Wazoo to do. And I'm really interested in all that stuff. But he came in and he had the perfect, you know, like, this is the media. and the, You know, he had the perfect, like, voice and anchor. And he, everyone was like, oh, wow, you have such a good good voice and he sounds like all the other guys on radio and tv and that kind of came to me like i don't want to sound like them the reason i make this is to be me and talk about what i want to talk about i want to talk about what everyone else is talking about that's why i'm talking about this like in my sports one it's different that's headlines but this is different but 34 minutes in 16 seconds. This has been a great episode, you know, and I'm sorry that the Instagram content has not been up to par as it usually is, but I think another thing people should do, and this is the last thing I want to say before I I go, is I'm, I like to think of myself as a really involved person and, and things I like to do. When I when I say I'm gonna do them, I I, I un, sometimes unhealthily be too involved. Like I'm involved. I'm not gonna say what I'm involved in, but I'm involved in so many things right now that I think I kind of experience the burnout effect. Um, and sometimes you know you don't. Your my ego got in the way and said I, I I won't get burnt out, but it did. You know, some of that may came with the appendix thing and the stress I had with that. Maybe my body said, well, fuck, dude, we're going to make you sit down. But if it were, if I were to, you know, want you guys to take away a message from this is analyze your life a little bit and see what things you can remove that aren't making you that happy. Remove the things that are kind of becoming a chore to you. And man, sometimes that chore could be the person that's closest to you. Sometimes that chore could be 
maybe a thing you do every week and you just don't like to do. Like maybe it's like a job. Maybe it's like a little part-time job that you do for someone. Like maybe you pick up their dog and you're just, you dread it. You hate the dog. You just, you just hate the smell of him. He pees on you maybe. You just don't want to be around this dog. Say you can't do it anymore. Say you're allergic to dogs, you know, or say you just, you don't even have to lie. Just say, hey, this was working a while ago. And right now in my life, I I just don't have the time for this. And I guarantee you the person will take it and be like, oh, I'm so, okay, no worries. And they'll find someone else to do it. And I'm kind of at that moment in my life right now where I got to kind of say, hey, I, I, I don't know if I can do this. And sometimes I'm ashamed. And I think the reason why I'm telling you guys this on the podcast is because if I say it on here, I, I'll do it. So I think this week too, I'm going to probably talk to some people that are close to me and say, hey, you know, over here in Pullman, you know, people back home, don't worry about me because I'm telling you anything. But um, like the activities and, you know, I think I might have to draw back a bit because I'm already running these two things and I got school. You know, I got to worry about me. I got to get, you know, back in the gym and that takes time. And then you also got to incorporate leisure time too. If you like watching fucking Pretty Little Liars, you like watching ESPN, watch ESPN, you know. Don't sacrifice your like your good things you have in life just, you know, to try to be someone else. I've I've done that too. Fuck, I've done that a lot. One of my last relationships I was in, you know, I sacrificed football watching it. Fucking a man, that was my that was my one favorite thing to watch, and I would just always hang out with this girl on that Sunday, and it wasn't me. I'd be like, eh, I don't really want to watch. When I did, now Sundays are my day to relax, and I make them my day to relax. So maybe you don't have a day. Maybe you have six hours. Maybe you have four. Maybe three. Maybe one. Go and relax and make it fun. Like. Just truly relax. Don't worry about texting nobody. Put your phone down. Watch your favorite show. Knit, bead, play your instrument, read. Go for a walk. Maybe your work out. Go. Maybe the only time to get to yourself is working out at Planet Fitness, you know, at 2 in the morning. That was me at a time. I would go to Planet Fitness at 2 in the morning when I first started working out just so people wouldn't see me. Fuck, dude. I, I was so worried about what people thought about me. I'd see sometimes people I knew there, I'd be like, oh, hey, you know, like in my head, I'd be like, I should go say hey to him. But like the gym is like, you don't do that. You know, you don't go up to someone and like just start throwing out with them. So, yeah, you know, just if you're getting a little too involved, start off with this, you know, just say, hey, it was working out before. I don't know about now. Maybe sometime in the future, but right now I gotta focus on me. Boom. That sentence right there could be work for a lot of things. Again, this is episode twenty one of the Dom Joseph Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And don't let this number twenty one hang over your head, like I said in the beginning of the episode. The numbers after twenty one only get greater. Yes, that is an original by me. It may, be, it may have been said by someone, but take that like a grain of salt. If you're 21 or years older, it's awesome, man. Live it up. 
Have a good time. All ages is just a number after 21. You know, sometimes I see a 21-year-old and a 28-year-old. I don't even know who's who. So that could help you out. Maybe it doesn't. Man, I I love people 30 years old, they're 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. Don't know a person who's 100 yet. Maybe I'll live to 100. I don't know if I want to, though. Anyway, have a great one, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening.